what it do you in the building and you're listening to another episode of mud talk with your boy coach t welcome back to season five man that's right man season five man we've been rocking and rolling i'm gonna tell you like this man no better way to get your thursday started than to tap into mud talk podcast man listen i i'm plugging myself that's right i'm plugging myself because i'm gonna tell you like this man being a podcaster is not easy it's not easy but I tell you like this, if you really, really love it and you feel like you're gifted, like I do, I feel like God blessed me with a voice and I'm going to continue to talk about that because it is one of my gifts. I believe that you need to be fruitful. It's in the word. You need to be fruitful. Um, you need to multiply. You know what I'm saying? You need to have dominion. You know, it's in the word. And man, so I'm, I'm continuing to push out this content, but it's not easy, man. It's not easy. You know, you always look at certain episodes and you're like, OK, what are my listeners? Uh, what do they really like? What did they really respond to? Um, how do I build on this episode? How do I follow up this message? You know, and, and what I always tell myself is, first of all, I talk to my wife. So shouts out to my wife. She is actually um, she she wears so many darn hats, man, um, in this operation, you know, because I'm constantly doing different things. You know, we own a travel basketball organization. You know, um, I just launched a streetwear brand, you know, the podcast, um, the fashion content. Just so many things that I'm into that she wears different hats on any given day at the drop of a dime, man. So, you know, just shouts out to her. But it just speaks to, um, you know, how difficult it can be to be consistent. And I think that for some people who uh, have not reached that point in their life where they're starting to see a certain level of success um, as it pertains to whatever you're working on, um, it's because after you do a certain amount of work, you start, you, you don't really see the results, man. And so uh, I'm here today to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about entrepreneurship today. And of course, I got to touch base on something that I talked about in one of my previous episodes. Not, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I think I'm going to do that today. But before we get into that, let's get a word from one of our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by gingerbrand.com. Go to gingerbrand for all your premium quality streetwear needs. Right now I'm rocking my super dope, super comfy, all black gingerbrand t-shirt. And it's really cool, man, because it actually has a Bible verse right on the front of it. It reads 2 Corinthians 9 and 6, which is right up my alley, man, if you know me. That's awesome, man. So shouts out to the owner of gingerbrand for getting this out to me. It actually shipped really quickly. It arrived here at my house a lot, a lot sooner than I thought it would get here. You know, you can find them on Instagram at gingerbrand underscore. That's at J-E-N-G-E-R brand underscore. If you're on Twitter, go give them a follow at C-O Ginger or just go to the website, man, at gingerbrand.com and check them out. He has a ton of different streetwear from jogging suits to hoodies to you know, sweatshirts and t-shirts, man, all the kind of stuff that I like to rock. And I'm sure you guys like to rock, man. Shout out to Ginger Brand from the soil, a brand you can believe in, embracing uniqueness, gingerbrand.com. Man, today is crazy, man. When I, when I sit down and I get on this mic, man, I really, I put in, I put a lot of thought into what I want to talk about. Because the truth of the matter is that when you're using your gifts, you need to be blessing other people. Now, whether you agree with what I'm saying, um, whether what I'm saying actually helps you on a day to day basis, um, that's not really 
uh, my goal, if that makes sense. My goal is to make sure that I tell you guys um, some of the highs and lows of the life that I've lived and the life that I'm currently living in an attempt to help help you navigate through some of those similar situations that I've went through. All right. And so one of the things I've talked about in the past is about being an entrepreneur and how uh, just coming up the way I came up, man, if you've been following the podcast, if you been sleep under a rock. I don't know. We in season number five right now, man. We pushing this content out every Thursday, man. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, man. And it's on all platforms, man. So make sure you get on Apple and you leave that review, man. That review is like um, an early Christmas present, a late birthday gift. I, I don't, I, you know, I don't know how else to put it to you guys, but you know, definitely leave that review. But, but what I'm saying is, you know, on this podcast, I talked about recently, uh, at a few months ago, how I just graduated high school. And that post is on Instagram. I am very transparent on how I live my life. I don't get on here and try to uh, be something that I'm not. I'm always talking about uh, my life and, and my journey and my story. Now, it's not always easy to do that, especially in 2021, where most people want to see the complete package. Most people want to look at a picture and know that it's perfect. And that's not the truth. Uh, the, the, the life that the path that God has put me on has led me to a lot of ups and downs. There's been a lot of peaks and valleys. And, you know, being an entrepreneur is one of those things where, you know, the life that I've lived prior to becoming an entrepreneur was set up for me to become an entrepreneur, if that makes sense, because I went through so many peaks and valleys. Now, the reality is, entrepreneurship is sexy, right? It's something that a lot of people look at and they hear that term and they see it on the internet where, you know, people are living a certain type of lifestyle and, and they're like, yo, I want that. Like, no, you want the results, but you don't really want to do the work. Um, you know, so I always, you know, lately I, when I do these episodes, I try to make sure that I, I pull out the, the actual, you know what I mean? I pull out the dictionary, you know what I'm saying? If you know, high school dropout, wasn't really a fan of English. As a matter of fact, I had to take two English classes just to graduate recently. And it's because I used to skip class and I never went to English class. And, uh, <laughs> shouts out to the homegirls that used to, we used to skip class with, you know what I'm saying? I ain't saying they, they were my girlfriends or nothing like that. We was just cool. We was friends and, and we would dip out, man. But English, English class used to scare me to death. Um, I did not enjoy reading. I did not enjoy writing. Um, and, and definitely didn't just, I just didn't enjoy the, the concept of, you know, being in a class that, that, that made me do certain things that I was not a fan of doing. It made me uncomfortable, but yet becoming an entrepreneur is something that, uh, you, when you, when you're an entrepreneur, you have to be, you, you got to get used to being uncomfortable. All right. And, and that leads to growth. So uh, when you look at the definition of an entrepreneur and this is straight out the dictionary, right? An entrepreneur, a person who organizes and operates a business or businesses taking on greater than normal financial risk in order to do so. Now, when you when you break that definition down, it, it's basically telling you that um, not only will you be running and organizing and operating um, said business, but you will be laying everything you have on the line, just not physically, mentally, but financially. So being an entrepreneur is not easy. It is, it is something that, um, you know, I've told this story before about Milton Elite Basketball, how um, it was just a dream that I had to to always pour back into the community uh, through the game of basketball, a sport that I grew up loving, a, a sport that I grew up playing um, in a way that 
I hadn't seen done in my community, or at least that I didn't experience growing up. Now, I don't take anything away from the coaches that poured into me. Um, I had some coaches in church league that might have, um, you know, paid the, you know, the fee for me to be on the church church team or uh, a rec team where I was given a jersey. But for the most part, like as far as like travel basketball and things like that, I didn't experience that because of the financial obligation that came with that. My parents couldn't afford it. Um, it just wasn't something that was even possible. And even back in those days, it just wasn't a lot of AAU teams. It's not how it is now where, you know, you, you got teams popping up every year all over the place. And so we started our organization and it was straight out of pocket, man. It was out of the love for the game. It was out of uh, just having one mission. And that was to make a difference. That was to give children an opportunity to experience travel basketball without having to um, go to their parents and ask them for money that they probably did not have. Now, did I end up getting some kids that parents were financially well off? Yes. But my original goal, our original goal, myself and my wife was to um, provide a travel basketball experience without the financial um, strain that came with uh, playing travel basketball. And because we did that, man, we we laid our finances on the line. I never forget having like a really, really deep conversation with my wife, probably about uh, it might have been about five or six months in. I mean, we were playing tournaments. We were uh, paying for practice time at the gyms, man. And I'm talking about all out of pocket, like anybody who's done this without uh, a machine behind you, whether that's an endorsement, whether that's a sponsor, whether that's some kind of uh, business partner that was willing to um, uh, put the cost up front to help you um, own it, you know, operate the business you know that it is not cheap. And at this time, we were paying like 100 bucks an hour to practice two times a week, um, at least two hours practices. Sometimes we were paying more than that. On top of that, paying tournament costs. On top of that, making sure that we had everything organized on our end, you know, paying for jerseys. You know, uh, if, if kids came with us who parents didn't come, we were providing food. We were um, providing travel and um, it was it was just a lot, you know, it was a lot, but I never really thought about it because I said, you know what, I'm doing exactly what I planned on doing. And that's pouring into the kids and not worrying about the money. Now, six months in, I had a crazy conversation with my wife where she was just like, look, she flat out told me, like, look, we're in the red. We're in the red. Like, we can't keep doing this. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, we can't keep doing this. This is what we, you know, planned on doing. She's like, no, like we. We've literally poured, I mean, at that point, it was well over, you know, probably five, six grand um, or more in, into uh, Milton Elite Basketball. And it was um, it was starting to become something that my wife was looking at as, you know, a problem, you know, or, you know, something that will hurt us down the line financially because we were just putting money and money and more money into something that was not bringing us money. But being an entrepreneur isn't that how it always starts? Um, you always hear these stories and I, and I hear this a lot from millionaires. I've heard this from a few millionaires that I know personally that, you know, they started businesses and didn't make any money for their whole, for the first year. They didn't make them any money. Um, you know, honestly, they told themselves that they could break even by the end of the year that that was, you know, a success. That was a win. And I never quite understood that until I got into um, entrepreneurship myself. Now, you know, six months in, we were in the red. We had poured in money and we weren't making anything. I, I we, we didn't get not a donation, not a, uh, 
you know, a thank you card with some money and nothing. Um, but we never let up. We, I mean, we had a banquet um, after our first season. I mean, we put in a lot of work. We put in a lot of work to make sure that the children experienced exactly what we said they that we wanted them to experience. And that was the full travel basketball experience. Now, mind you, we we were local at the time. I think we would go all over the state of North Carolina to different tournaments. Um, but even that, you know, it was a lot to organize. You had to get the parents on board. And for the most part, I think like 60% of our team, the parents weren't taking them to practice. They weren't taking them to tournaments. So that mean that they were spending the night at our house. And it was just a lot, man. It was just a lot on us. Um, but if you just fast forward about, I would say a few more months past that conversation I had with my wife. I ended up getting different types of people. Um, I how can I put it? We started getting attention from different types of people. And what I mean by that, these type of people were putting their children in programs and they were paying top dollar for the same type of program we were providing. With. I would say little to no results as it pertains to the growth of their child's basketball game, uh, maybe their character, maybe their ability to um, deal with different demographics. They they just they weren't experiencing what we were providing at Milton Elite for what they were paying. So we started getting different kids, man. And uh, shouts out to all the people that believed in us. Um, just from the beginning, not not knowing anything about our program, but just seeing us at different tournaments. So because of that, we started to bring in different kids, um, ended up being approached by um, one one particular uh, gentleman who, um, you know, I won't say his name, but a conversation I had with him uh, changed the dynamic of what we were doing. And it turned Milton Elite into a legit business. And, uh, you know, what I will tell you is that that would have never happened if we would have gave up because we were in the red a few thousand dollars. Now, how does that tie into what I'm talking about as it pertains to entrepreneurship? Look, you're going to pour a lot of money into what you're doing because you have to believe in what you're doing more than other people. And even you hear me telling you right now on this mic that my wife was about to pull the plug on Milton Elite. She's like, we can't keep doing this. But I believed so much in what we were doing and I had so much faith in, in, you know, what we were doing and what God had called me to do that I didn't even think about the money. I just wanted to keep pouring, keep, keep, you know, being fruitful, uh, keep, keep, you know, being a blessing uh, to the people that we were dealing with with Milton Elite Basketball. And because of that, we were blessed tremendously by that. I don't think we ever came out of pocket again. Um, after we had that conversation, you know, after I had that conversation with that gentleman, um, about, you know, just the business structure and, and how thing, how we were doing things. And, um, I can accredit all of that to consistency, hard work and never giving up and believing in yourself. Now, since Milton elite, I've started a few other business ventures, right? I, I've, you know, of course the podcast that you're listening to right now. I would consider a business venture. Listen, I have a passion for what I'm doing. I have a gift. I have a voice that not a lot of people have. You know, I was blessed with this voice at a young age. I, you know, people would, you know, when I was younger, they would, you know, older people would be like, hey, man, you sound like Barry White. You know what I'm saying? That I had a deep voice. I would always be told I had a deep voice at a young age. I'm talking about like elementary school. You know what I'm saying? I knew that that was not normal. Um, I didn't necessarily embrace 
you know, people picking on me at that time and telling me that, you know, I had a deep voice and, you know, the jokes and things like that from adults, because let's be honest, I wanted to be just like the rest of the kids. I wanted to be normal. Right. I wanted to uh, be normal. But God made me the way he made me for a reason. You know what I'm saying? And so because of that, I started this podcast because I feel like you need to take your gifts and you need to use them daily to bless other people. And this is a way for me to use this gift in this voice to bless other people. Now, we're on season number five. We're on season number five. If, if you just started tuning in and you, you didn't listen to seasons one through four, uh, you'll know that I didn't get a sponsor for this podcast until season four. And shouts out to Run to Play, um, LEC Kicks, and Gingerbrand Clothing for believing in me before, you know what I'm saying, I even got to a level and and let's be clear i got a lot more uh i got a lot more uh growing to do as it pertains to my vision for mud talk uh my vision for the podcast and just where i want to take it but for somebody to believe in my and what i'm doing and to actually back me to the point and say you know what not only do i believe in what you're doing i actually see your growth i see your consistency and i'm gonna i'm gonna back you up and yo, let's I, I can't I can't put a price on what it felt like to get that type of support from somebody who literally I didn't even know, but seen my consistency. And, you know, I want to say shouts out to Porch Time with Miss McKinney, by the way, um, who was the plug in that situation. But, you know, it all comes back to consistency, man. It all comes back to consistency. I put in four seasons worth of content, three seasons worth of content prior to getting a sponsor. And then I put in a whole nother season before I got my second sponsor. And again, if you don't follow me on Instagram, man, you need to go ahead and give me a follow at Mud Talk Podcast. And, and while you're doing that, go ahead and follow Raw Melon Kicks. That's the apparel company that I just started, um, the streetwear brand. You know, it's about consistency, man. Like, you know, I got my second sponsor. Shouts out to Black Divinity Clothing, um, my big bro over there um, who is just doing phenomenal things with his clothing brand. I just posted some branded content on my IG uh, with some dope clothing he sent me. And I, and I got much more to do. But another person who believed in me just by seeing the level of consistency. You know what I'm saying? Somebody I didn't know, um, you know, had never met him up until that point, but he believed in what I was doing enough to back me up. And so because of that, because of me being fruitful, because of me uh, being consistent, because of me not uh, giving up, not quitting, I got somebody else believing in what I'm doing enough to back me up and to put their company uh, beside my name. It's just a beautiful thing. And I'm so grateful. And I'm so humble. Because I was consistent. Now, when you're being an entrepreneur, it's the easiest thing you're going to be able to do is give up and to stop because you're not seeing the results. And one thing I've learned is that if you're not seeing the results that you want to see, it's probably because you're either a not working hard enough or you're too focused on seeing the results in a short amount of time. I just talked about Milton Elite Basketball going into the red after about six months of going into the red. And I'm talking about countless tournaments, countless games, countless travel. You know what I mean? Like just 
uh, taking our weekends away from 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 my wife and, you know, spending time with family and things like that and just pouring into the youth before we actually were able to start making some money off of that business. All right. I talked about Mud Talk, how four seasons worth of content, four seasons worth of, um, you know, pushing out content. And I, I wasn't seeing anything from it until I got a sponsor. It takes consistency. It takes consistency. And if you're not seeing what you want to see, it's maybe because you're not being consistent enough. Maybe because you're not applying enough pressure. Because the reality is you're not going to see the results without putting in the work. And I know you've probably heard many people say this, man, but I'm a testament to this. Like, I, I listen, I worked for a company for 12 years, man, that many people would have not worked for. Many people to this day would have looked down on me working or, or, or themselves working for that type of company for 12 years because, A, they would have said, oh, that's beneath me. Uh, I'll never be able to obtain what I want to obtain working for that company. But for me, working for that company for 12 years allowed me to see six figures for the first time in my life as a high school dropout. As a high school dropout, I was able to see the biggest checks that I ever seen in my life just from working for that company for so long that my consistency, my loyalty to that company and my dedication and hard work led those people that ran that company and own that company to believe in me so much that they said, hey, I'm gonna write you a five figure check. Hey, I'm gonna give you a vehicle. Hey, uh, I'm gonna give you this type of bonus, that type of bonus. And, you know, it was something that I would not have seen if it wasn't for me being consistent and working hard. Cause I'm not gonna lie to you, man. It, it was a lot of pain working for that company. Um, it was some nights, man, that I, I flat out wanted to give up. I wanted to give in, but I knew that that was easy but working hard and seeing what happens on the other side was going to take hard work and it was going to take a little bit more out of me than it would if i was just to quit and move on and go to a job that really made me happy and you know what i'm saying like a lot of people can't stay still a lot of you guys cannot stay still long enough to deal with the pain you know what I'm saying? Deal with the, the circumstances that come with it. Deal with the peaks and valleys, the ups and downs, so that you can see the success on the other side. Now, being an entrepreneur is not for everybody. But I believe that being consistent is something that is a common denominator as it pertains to being successful in life. It's a common denominator. It's the one, it's the one thing that we all have to be to be successful. I don't care if you're uh, working for a company. Hey, you make six figures. You got a pension. You, you got, you know, 401k retirement. You got it all set up. You got investments. You got this life that you really, really want. That's the life that you want. But I promise you, you won't get to the highest level of that life without being consistent and putting in the work. So listen, I'm here to tell you today, man, that, you know, a entrepreneurship is something that I do preach, that I do promote. It, it takes hard work. It takes working a, a nine to five and turn around and taking the rest of those hours and pouring it into your passion and continuing to do that over time before you see some success. It's going to take some sleepless nights. It's going to it's going to take you cutting out TV. It's going to take you um, at times cutting out social media, cutting out, hanging out with your friends and going out to eat with family members and stuff like that. But I promise you the rewards are worth it. Today alone, I, you know, I always tell myself that 
you need to get into a routine of what you do and how you do it. But one thing about routines, it'll lead you to being comfortable. And when you get comfortable, you get complacent. When you get complacent, you don't grow. All right. So with Mud Talk, I always said, I'm going to record on this day. I'm going to make sure I edit it on this day. And I'm going to push out content on this day. If you've been following me on Instagram or social media, you know that I used to post um, certain pictures on the day that the podcast episode would release. And I was doing things that way for a while. And then, you know, I was like, you know what? I need to switch it up, you know, because, hey, yes, I was seeing a certain level of feedback, a certain level of, you know, people that were, you know, funneled, uh, you know, that post would funnel people into uh, the actual podcast to where people would listen to it. But it just wasn't enough. So I had to go back to the drawing board and I had to change it up. So I started doing flyers. I, you know, shouts out to uh, my guy that was doing my flyers at McKay Edits, man. Um, very, very talented young kid, man, who, you know, I would literally I reached out to him and I would pay for him to edit posts for me and, you know, put up different posts for each episode. I started doing it that way and I started seeing different results from that. And I went away from that as well. Um, I started changing to do, okay, instead of me posting uh, on the day that the episode comes out, I will start posting my episodes to my story and a link from Spotify to where the people that were seeing the story, they could flat out just click on the episode and it would take you straight to Spotify, whether you had it downloaded on your phone or not. And you could listen to the episode. What I'm trying to get it, get, get at, uh, excuse me, what I'm trying to get to here or get out, excuse me, as my words are getting, you know, mixed up is that you got to continue to evolve and you got to continue to elevate. You got to continue to adapt to um, the constant changes um, that comes with being an entrepreneur. And that's the only way that you can continue to grow. You don't give up. You get better. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And I will hope that if you've been listening to this podcast, you go back and listen to episode one and you listen to the audio quality of that episode. Then you go to season two and listen to the audio quality of those episodes. And then you fast forward to season four and season five and listen to the audio quality of these episodes. And you will hear that this voice is still the same. But not only have I gotten better at how I sound on the mic, but I have invested into new equipment. I've invested into making sure that my volume is correct, making sure that uh, not only do I listen to my episodes and I evaluate myself and say, look, how did I sound on that episode? You know, was I fire? Was it was it was it OK? Was it average? You know, I'm my biggest critic as it pertains to my craft and what I'm doing. So for that reason alone, I'm getting better because I put myself under the microscope. Now, you have to do the same thing to yourself if you're an entrepreneur. You have to say, look, am I putting more time into my personal page than I'm putting into my business page? Because which one will yield you the results as it pertains to your business and your growth? Will your personal page yield you the results uh, or will putting into your business page yield you with the results, the sales, um, the visibility that you want to grow um, and scale your business to where you want it to be. Now, a lot of people cannot cut off that personal page. Like for me, I flat out turned my personal page into the Mud Talk podcast page. And let's be clear, at one point in time, that personal page only had about 1,200 followers. Now I'm, I'm, I'm pushing you know close to 7K and that's because I made it about my business. And if I post my picture, 
best believe the people that are supporting me are now supporting Mud Talk Podcast. Whether you eventually go and listen to the podcast, that's neither here, that's neither here nor there. But you know that that page is about Mud Talk Podcast. And it's about raw melon kicks. It's about raw melon apparel. It's about me being a brand ambassador for black divinity clothing, for ginger brand clothing. That's what it's about. It's about business. That's what that page is about. If you get on Facebook and you search my name, and let's be clear, you can, you can search Tony Milton. You ain't going to find much, I promise you, because, A, I don't use Facebook like that. I don't find that it's a platform that uh, speaks to what I'm doing and how I'm trying to grow. Because on Facebook, it's more about personal. It's more about what you're doing. Because I look at it today, man, and this is another topic that I didn't touch on, but I'll probably touch on this on another episode. People will watch you all day and not show you love. And, and it's the people that know you. It's the people that went to school with you. It's the people that went to uh, grew up in the neighborhood with you, man. They'll, they'll see a post and, they, and they, they won't like it on purpose. Now, some people say they're hating. Some people will say, ah, man, they against me or they down on me. I'll say I'll say it like this. It takes more effort for you to see a post. And not like the post, especially if the post is positive, especially if that person is grinding and doing something um, to help change their family or help um, pour into society in a positive way. It takes more out of you to ignore that post than to like that post. And I've learned that it's the people that know you that are quicker to ignore the post. That don't want to support the post. And because of that, um, I don't necessarily post on Facebook like that. On Instagram, man, I've connected with so many dope people um, on IG and on Twitter that I did not know until, you know, maybe I went and showed them some love on their page and some kind of way it went full circle. And, and we became we, we turned into supporters of each other's content. And then we, we just we locked in from there. And they're in different states, different parts of the country, different parts of the world. But why are those people? Uh, more supportive of what you're doing than the people that know you, family included. It's because those people, just like you, they're entrepreneurs, they're like-minded, and they understand that in order to grow, I got to get outside of my box. I got to get outside of my city. I got to get outside of my state. And so I'm going to show love to that person that's doing exactly what I'm doing in a different way. Because I know how hard it is to not only get the support in my city, but to get support somewhere else. So I would tell you this, man, as I get off of here. Love is free. Hate costs, man. Love is free. Hate costs. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Look, you've been listening to another episode of Mud Talk with your boy Coach T. We out.